You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love Podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, we got another love nugget coming you guys' way, and this love nugget centers around the signs that you can look to that you may be the blame for all of your failed relationships. And I know that might be a tough pill for some of us to swallow, but sometimes we got to be real with ourselves and take that introspective look into ourselves, into our lives, and into the reason why we keep and continue to get involved in failed relationship after failed relationship. And again, I just want to reiterate that I know it's tough to take an introspective look. I know it's tough to look at some of the ish that we've done and and that have caused us to either cause harm in other people's lives or create this this bad aura around us that makes us feel like we can't get involved in positive relationships. Right. So the first area or thing that I invite you to ask yourself is, are you the type of person that has to win every single argument with your partner? Are you the type of person that has to prove that your point is right and your point, your partner's point is wrong? Are you the I'm, I'm right all the time, you're wrong all the time type of person? If you are, then you may be the reason to blame for your previous failed relationships or the current failing of your relationship. Because as I've stated many a times in this on this podcast in the past, you don't if you if you want to be in a lasting long term relationship, you want to create win win opportunities where your partner's right and you're right. Right. One of the absolute best pieces of advice I've ever heard in my professional and personal life is the best way or the uh, saying was the best way to win an argument is to not have one at all. And that was from a Dell Carnegie class I took. And it just when I heard it, it clicked so much to me that when we're arguing and when we're going back and forth on something, we're in an irrational portion of our brain. So we may not think logically. So somebody can tell us, the absolute most logical thing at the time and we still won't look at it as logic because we're in an irrational portion of our brain so if you are that type of person in a relationship that has to win the argument that has to always prove their point then there's a good chance that you're to blame for a lot of your failed relationships the second type of person that i've seen come up in a lot of failed relationships is that person that's constantly criticizing their partner right so in areas in which your partner's not strong. So let's say, for example, let's use finances, right? If you know your partner's really, really bad at managing finances in a lasting, long-term, healthy relationship, you would assist your partner in learning and navigating these skills. In a relationship in which I've seen this person be to blame for it failing, they're usually criticizing their partner for that deficit, saying things like, oh, you're so stupid. You're bad with money. I don't know how you even made it this far not knowing how to manage your own money or being so stupid with money, right? To to put someone down when they already have a deficit in that area in particular, whether they know it or not, 
it's discouraging to them and it causes them to not even want to improve in that area because they're constantly being criticized for whatever that is. So if you're somebody who's criticizing your partner on a regular basis, there's a pretty good chance that you are the reason for your relationship failing. The third type of person that I've seen um, come up quite a bit in failed relationships in the past is the person that's constantly undermining their partner's effort, right? So your partner puts in a big effort and you are dismissive of it. So, um, for example, things I've seen in the past is your partner uh, ordering or reserving a nice dinner or a layout for you or a special thing for you and you dismiss it and say, oh, well, I didn't want this. I wanted something else like I wanted jewelry or you could at least ask me what I wanted. It undermines your partner's effort and it's very, very discouraging to them because they they tried to surprise you or tried to put the effort in in surprising you. And it turned out that you were unappreciative of it or you came across unappreciative of it. So again, that's very, very discouraging when you're talking about long-term prospects of a relationship because you're supposed to be appreciative of everything that your partner does, especially when they go out of go out of their way for you and do the extraordinary because there are a lot of people that cut corners and just want to do the very, very basics when it comes to relationship. And that's why I personally feel relationships aren't lasting as long as they used to. The fourth type of person is one that's come up quite a bit in the past on this show. And that's the person or their the partner that expects their partner to know what they're thinking, right? So if you are somebody who expects your partner to be able to read your mind and know what you're thinking and be able to fulfill your needs based off of just simply reading your mind or supposedly being able to read your mind, I think you're you're setting your relationship up for failure and you are in fact, the blame for your relationship not being successful because that's not fair to your partner to expect them to be able to read your mind. And it's also lazy on you to not be able not be able to I, correctly identify your needs and then also communicate what those needs are to your partner. Right. The fifth person that I've seen come up quite a bit in failed relationships is the person who expresses what I call, quote unquote, fake forgiveness, right? So before I even say anything about this, let me give a caveat to you guys. When I say fake forgiveness, this may be something that's a part of your subconscious mind. So you may not even think about it. It's just something that goes on. But now that I'm I'm giving you this knowledge, it's up to you to become aware of it because it's a very, very big detriment to long-term and lasting relationships. So now let's dive into fake forgiveness, right? Fake forgiveness is when your partner does something that you don't don't like or disagree with. Um, it could be something small or something that ex- as extreme as cheating. And you say to your partner, you forgive them. And really, you don't forgive them at all, right? So every corner or every opportunity you get to hang that over your partner's head, you take advantage of it. And I call that fake forgiveness because you didn't truly forgive your partner for whatever it was that offended you. You just pretended to. And now you guys are in this situation where your partner's not sure if you've really forgive them, forgiven them or not. And you know for sure that you have not forgiven them for whatever it was. The sixth reason that you may be to blame for your failed relationships is the fact that you are codependent, right? So just to be very clear about codependency, it's when you want to be around your partner at all times, every time, like every second of the day, you want to spend around your partner. You don't want them hanging out with their friends. You don't want them hanging out with family unless you're around and you, you, they're 
you're the center of your world. And again, when we talk about codependency, it could be a part of your subconscious mind. So it could be something that you do without even knowing it. But if you are someone who wants to spend every waking second around your partner, then that's a codependent individual. And it may seem cool to begin with, but over the long course, or over the long haul in a relationship, someone who's codependent and does not have a life outside of the life they have with their partner tends to become a drain on their partner because their partner is pretty much carrying a load for the entire relationship, right? So if you are someone who's codependent and does not have a life outside of your partner, then there's a pretty good chance that you're to blame for your failed relationships in the past. And the last person um, that I've seen be heavily blamed or to blame for failed relationships is someone who becomes easily bored within a relationship, right? So you get within a relationship and everything's fun. Like I talked about before, those endorphins may be released and it's all going good. And then at some point you get bored. When you get bored in relationships, you tend to do things like cheat or seek attention outside of your relationship, right? When you do that, it's never a good thing. It's never good for long-term compatibility, compatibility, excuse me. Um, and it's just never good, good for the, the mental health and the physical, spiritual health of your relationship, right? So easily, easily being bored, or if you're someone who's easily bored, don't hop in a relationship unless you feel like you are certainly um, committed to once you get bored, finding ways to preoccupy, preoccupy your time that do not include cheating, that do not include offending your partner in some way, shape or form. All right. So that's all I have for you guys t- tonight. Those are the signs that I have for you guys to look into for yourself, doing introspective look, because I know sometimes, again, we don't want to do it, but there are times in which we are to blame for a lot of our failed relationships. And if you can look into those areas, those are some areas in which you can improve upon in yourself so that you're ready and prepared for a lasting relationship. And it's okay to keep it real with yourself. Um, I know that might it might be tough society wise to, to, to be honest with yourself and to be genuine, but it's okay to keep it real with yourself and, and just be real if you've done any of these things in the past acknowledge it bring awareness to it um if you have people that you still connected to that you've done this to in previous relationships reach out to them and and ask for their forgiveness so that you can move forward in the right way all right so if you guys got any questions remember you guys can hit us up at tqlp20 at gmail.com once again that's tqlp two zero at gmail.com for any questions that you guys have for our Wednesday episode, or you guys are more than welcome to hit us up on our Facebook page, the quality of love podcast. And remember guys, as always the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.